Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast, episode 119. Can you believe it? We've made it this far. Brett can believe it. I know. I I didn't know if I was supposed to talk because you asked the question. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. Don't be sorry. (laughs) We're all in this together. My name's Steven. I'm one of the Steves, one of the main people at CanadianGameDevs.com, joined by the other Steve. Yo. Stephen Crane, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, taking time away from the, the human being currently growing at a fast pace in your house. Yeah, I'm just going to let you do all hosting podcast things, by the way, so I can just sit here and, and just be tired and just listen to you guys talk about Assassin's Creed or whatever bullshit. Oh, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> and that person I would Creed talk right about now? Assassin's Creed with is, of course, Brett. Thank you for joining us, Brett, all the way from the Hamilton Public Library, I think. Toronto? I'm at a new public library. A new but, public library. <laughs> but I am in Hamilton. I found a better one. Yep. Oh, there's a better one? Yeah, because this one has my YMCA gym right beside it. So I can go hit the gym, get some swollenness, then hit the pool. Or I can just come right here into the makerspace. Found it. It's beautiful. Beautiful gym. Got parking Gotta for days. The YMCA. <laughs> Speaking of which, we didn't talk about this last week, but Brad and I are trying a, a, a new experiment where yep. for the month of November, um, I'm doing 30 minutes of Beat Saber every morning. It's more of like an aerobic exercise in my PSVR. And Brett is going to the gym like a jock. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a real Chad. Yeah, I'm going, yeah, I'm, I'm pulling a Chad on this one. Mm. You got me. And at the end of the month, we are going to see, we're just going to compare weight loss and see which one yep. do better. I'm, I guarantee you that going to the gym is more efficient than just some aerobic exercise, but we'll see. But I want to sure. point out though that I'm mm-hmm. not really adjusting my diet at all. I'm not either. Yeah. So <laughs> I want that to be very, waste. very clear. <laughs> it's like a big waste of everybody. Yeah, this is a waste of this is a waste of time. But are... yeah, yeah. So I just want that to be very. I want that to be on the record that we're not adjusting our diet. Yeah, you mess. Mm. You messaged in the Discord that you like you were going to eat spaghetti. What did you call them? Spaghetti, spaghetti burgers, man. Um, like, uh, if you're trying to lose weight, spaghetti burgers should be the farthest thing from from the list of foods that you eat. Spaghetti you know, burgers sound great. Yeah, man. You you get you make a burger and you just put spaghetti on top of it. Boom. But we will let everyone know uh, at the end of the month how that went. Are, have you weighed yourself yet? Because it's been a oh, week. Oh, I forgot to. Well, I, I I roughly know how much I weigh, so okay. I'll just that's fine, and then we'll see at the end. But yeah. um. Did, yeah, um, I'm a, I'm, my, my process is because uh, they've updated Beat Saber since last time I got really into it, and now oh, um, it's really? really it's broken down into packs. Uh, oh yeah, of, like, yeah, yeah, music, and yeah. so I'm like playing through each song, and I'm getting S rank on all the difficulties, and then I go to the next song, and that's how I'm doing it, and just see nice. how many songs I can get through this month. But nice. Yeah, I'm having having a lot of fun. How are you having? Uh, how are you at the gym, Brett? Well, I'm enjoying it because I I like going to the gym. I do like mm-hmm. I do actually do enjoy enjoy going to the gym, um, so it's it's nice to just be kind of back and using my body again. <laughs> yeah, haven't done that just, in a while. Yeah, just instead of being like a sloth just sitting around in the studio all day, <laughs> it's nice to just get out after work and like I think I actually you know what I I attribute this to having a car because now I just go right to the gym afterwards like zip zip get in get out and then it's off to comedy so it's mm. pretty good. Mm. I have, uh, I have I have one quick question for mm-hmm. Steven. Uh, mm-hmm. For Beat Saber, have they added like a random song option yet? No, I've, you still have to pick. 
that's what I that's what I really want. That'd be a per that's like the perfect workout too. You just say random song and then like hard difficulty whatever and then you just kind of keep going you don't have to like stop to go through minis um also like make a playlist almost yeah or yeah or or that too like i will also say if you really want to lose weight by playing vr get knockout league that game is just it'll just wreck your ass it's so much work to to do anything in that game and you can like it's it's a lot of fun too it's a good game as well so Hmm. i'll have to look into that wreck your ass Wreck your ass. My ass doesn't need a lot of wrecking. My like mid middle area needs a lot of wrecking. <laughs> currently, yeah. Yeah, we call um, that the core. Uh, if you the go core. to the gym, yeah, you got to target those, activate those core muscles. My core and my bingo wings need some work, but other than that, those are called lats. Lats. My lats <laughs> need some less. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to get to the news as we do. Uh, actually, we'll start with um, the events happening. Uh, currently, we are trying to figure out if Fax Jam 2, the Halifax Game Jam, is happening. It, there's been some confusion in our Discord uh, whether it's actually going to happen or not, and this might have something to do with the falling out at the Ottawa Mood Run Studio. There's the I don't know. I don't want to speculate too much because we don't know the whole story, but I know Fax Jam is put on a partnership with Jillian Mood's like studio thing here in Halifax, and her husband's studio in Ottawa is going through some stuff, so it might be all stuff might be happening. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> someone in our Discord said they heard it was getting delayed. I don't want to speculate on drama. I don't think that's our place, but uh, we're not sure. Um, I'm sending an email asking what's happening with it. The Eventbrite currently says it's still happening this weekend, so... I guess people are going to show up and if it's not happening, we'll know very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so stay, stay frosty on that. Check out the event right. If you want to know it's, uh, there are still tickets available. So, and event right has a, well, I'm sure if it gets canceled or delayed, they will let you know through that. And next weekend, the 16th, 17th and 18th is Migs and mega in mm-hmm. Montreal. Uh, so the, um, Seventeenth and or the sixth. Okay, hold on, because it's weird because they kind of overlap. So, yeah. MIGS is the Montreal International Game Summit, which is more of the game developer conference side of things, yep. uh, which is like talks and workshops. Uh, that's happening um, November eighteenth and nineteenth, which is the Monday Tuesday, and Mega, which <laughs> is the Montreal Expo Gaming Arcade, which is more of a front public facing game, go play games and convention type thing is happening November 16th and 17th, which is the, uh, what's that Friday or Saturday, Sunday, which Mm -hmm. makes sense that that's on the weekend. Uh, so tickets are still available for that. And if you're in Montreal or can get there and you want to go to either or both, there's different, um, different packages. And I think that leads nicely into our first bit of news, which I want to highlight. Whoa, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I have an event to hype. Oh, I'm sorry, Brett. I, I should have asked. I'll put Jeez. a pin in that. What's the event you'd like to highlight, Brett? Such a good segue, though. It was a really good segue, but we'll come back to it. I can make a good segue, too. Okay, good. All right, what's your event? Well, at MIGS, Frolic Labs will be there showing off Dunesee. Yay. Ooh. And then on the 20th... <laughs> are you going? To at, are you going, or...? Uh, don't think I'm going. Okay. I've been asked... I don't think I'm going. Um, anyway, you can, hit the, you can hit the comedy clubs out in Montreal. Trust me, I've oui, already oui. thought yeah. about it. What's the deal with poutine? It's delicious. What's the deal with poutine? <laughs> guys, guys, 
I, I don't, don't need both Steves doing this. <laughs> it was bad enough when one Steve did it. Now both? <laughs> so anyways, my segue is into game dev drinks on the 20th in mm. Hamilton, Ontario. I'm trying to talk like Steve now. And it's at the Pheasant Plucker on the second floor, 7 p.m. And Frolic Labs will be presenting there, talking about the good, the bad, the ugly of Dune C. And your host right here is going to be on it. Maybe. Hey, that's awesome. Maybe. Unconfirmed. I'm going to be there for comment. I'm going to be there for probably the Q and A, but I don't think people really want to ask me questions. You don't know that. I'm going to well, ask you a bunch of questions. Steve, you can't go outside. Why not? <laughs> when was the last time you even saw this guy? Oh man, I was just uh, before we went live. I was t- telling other Steven about the amazingness of Amazon Prime and just ordering all the shit that I have to order all the time, so I don't have to go mm. outside. It's been great. So you're a hobbit now. Yeah, and yeah, truthfully, I can't make it up to Hamilton. When when's the when's this event? When is it? The twentieth of November. Hmm. It's hmm. tougher for me now because hmm. I. Don't, I don't drive to work, so it was so nice before because I drove to work and then I could just drive straight from work. But now I gotta go home first. I don't know. Well, just so you know, it's fun for the whole family and friends. So bring your kid. All right, maybe I will. Now, it's never too late. Let's Get segue her. into the great news. So, <laughs> I am making a hypothesis or a prediction. I think uh, Red Barrels, the Montreal-based indie studio behind the Outlast franchise, has teased a new game on their official Twitter. Mm-hmm. An announcement coming soon, period, uh, is the full teaser. And then there's a picture uh, very much in the style of the Outlast 1 and 2 box art uh, of two hands sort of pulling, lifting each other up. And there's a dog tag there. And then there's the caption, where freedom ends, period. Uh, and so it's it very much looks like an Outlast um style of announcement and they've confirmed in an interview previously that their next project is uh, a full like release in the outlast universe whether or not it's called outlast 3 we don't know but red barrels is also the sponsor of migs and mega this year and i think if an announcement is coming soon Mm -hmm. and there's going to be a big public facing convention in montreal which Mm -hmm. is where red barrels is and they're sponsoring that mm-hmm. might be where they announce this project, and it might be like, and it's playable on the show floor or something like that. Wow. Um, yeah, so that's my that's my prediction. I think. Oh. So I think go get your happen. tickets. I I was very impressed with the Outlast Two demo booth at uh, Montreal Comic Con in 2016. I was there, mm-hmm. and it's very very hard to demo a horror game at a very busy convention space because it's loud, obviously, and horror games require a certain subtlety you Mm -hmm. know an ambiance to really experience it so what they did is they built this like farmhouse um to and they made it look all spooky and sketchy like the one in the game because it takes place in like rural america Mm -hmm. and you you step into these curtains and it's like really black pitch black in there and this lady was like hey you're here to play the game okay cool come here in these other curtains and it's essentially like a soundproof cubicle and there's just the monitor mouse keyboard and then they put sound canceling headphones on me. So I'm in this pitch black room. There's zero sound. Somehow they managed to do this in the middle of like a convention with like 30,000 people. And then I started the demo and it was amazing. It was really spooky. It was great. And I hope they pull out all the stops again for wherever they demo this next game. Maybe at Mega. But yeah, that I, I think that would be really cool. So 
Any hardcore Red Barrels fans or Outlast fans, if that is what you need to get going to Mega. I re-downloaded, uh, I re-downloaded the first one because we mentioned how it's the PlayStation Plus game this this year, or this week. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Outlast 2. Which one did two. I download? 2. 2 is the free one. So mm-hmm. I haven't played it yet. I'm excited to dive in, though. I liked it a lot better than the first one. Um, I'm going to dive into the re- trophies right now, actually. They refined a lot, and uh, it has an actual platinum, I think, because it didn't on the P- uh, the first one. If no, that it helps didn't. You. It didn't, and it does. But it's one it's one point eight percent platinum. So Yikes! Probably not gonna do it. Finish yeah, the game on insane mode is one point eight three percent. Yo, that that mode is ridiculous. It's it's like it's a uh, you die you restart the game from the beginning. Oh yeah, there's finish the game in insane mode and finish the game in insane mode without mm-hmm. reloading the camera battery. Oh, Wait. Bullshit. What? What? <laughs> How do you even play Outlast? With... Okay, that's a separate whole thing, but. Yeah, red I'm just reading the trophies. I have no idea. Oh, there's trophy guys. Season something new. I can look at And uh, we, we might be seeing Outlast 3 soon. Um, makes sense because Outlast 2 was, what, 20? Oh, man, I'm going to have to look this up. 2016, Outlast 2 released in 2017, April. So we're coming up on three years in a couple months. <laughs> That's enough time. And if you're using the same engine, whip out something too. Outlast 3. I don't know. Uh, they said in the interview uh, a couple of years ago that it's a new new installment in the Outlast Outlast uh, universe. So that could they could be just doing like Outlast colon something, maybe not a calling it Outlast three. Because I noticed a lot of people are stepping away from the the numbers and just getting mm-hmm. into that like named of that experience. Did you ever play Outlast, Brett? Nope. Any interest in Outlast? If it's VR, nope. It's not VR. You can play it's not, it. It's uh, not VR. Yeah. Oh. Nope. Fair enough. <laughs> BD uh, I don't care. I don't honestly. I don't care for horror genre games, so I don't. It's not my thing. Hmm. That's fair. It's a. Uh, I I love them. I like getting scared. I like I like things that freak me out. So it's it was a game that appealed to me a lot when I played it back in 2014, 15, whenever it was. Well, the first one was also a PlayStation Plus game. It launched it was, as a yeah. PlayStation Plus game on PS4 mm. a year after it released on PC. And, uh, yeah, I played through with my friend at, like, midnight, and he's, like, he he's the great person to play with because he can't do gore and he and he can't do horror. Like, needles freak him out and stuff. So oh, okay. there's this level where you're in this, like, doctor's floor of the asylum, and he's, like, got scissor hands, and he's trying to, like, ah, yeah, it was great. Hmm. So if you know anyone squeamish... You should play. You should play it last one with them. Beating beating Outlast two on insane without reloading your battery will take a lot of knowledge of the game. So the best advice I can give you is play the game a lot. If you can figure out enemy patterns, when to leave hiding spots and go to places, where to go in general, you are very likely to do this. Below is a video guide of some exploits that could be used to help you make it through this hell. It's from hmm. the PSM profiles trophy guide. So I probably won't be doing that. Yeah, I wouldn't. That sounds like a lot. I'm um, down to try that. I'm down to... I, I do want to play this, actually, because I did like the first one. I think we were talking about last time, like how it sort of hit a wall, the, the, the last part of it or whatever. Oh, the end, The ending sucks. Like, yeah. Ugh, it, ugh. Mm. yeah, the ending of that last one. I, but that's like... They were trying to build into this like meta-universe, and they... Uh, and they expanded that and like they wrote some comics that people really liked too, or at least the Outlast fans I follow on Twitter really liked it. So they're, they're building this whole universe. And so that w- in that context, the ending makes a little bit more sense, but you just playing it as a horror game without knowing any of this. And if you didn't read all of the, 
collectibles or find them all. Like it really makes no sense. I M O. Um, Next up, uh, Overwatch 2 was announced last weekend at BlizzCon, and while Blizzard isn't a Canadian studio, they did announce a new Toronto map coming to Overwatch 2. They've tastefully recreated the waterfront in Toronto. Here we've got uh, Nathan Phillips Square with the famous Toronto sign and some statue of generic hockey man. Mm-hmm. But we've noticed they messed up the placement of everything, because I bet they just did this to like to make the map look better, and obviously stuff's a little bit more spread out, but like... yeah. The city, like the CN Tower, is right beside City Hall, and then the Rogers Center, although it'll probably just be generic Sky Dome, is like closer to Nathan Phillips Square, like just just beside it. Whereas mm-hmm. in reality, it's like a couple blocks south. Yeah. So they've they've obviously taken some creative liberties, but yeah, there's Canada flags everywhere. It's like nicely slow snowing. There's a, a dust of snow everywhere, and uh, I don't think there's any Canadian heroes, although. Um, Did, didn't they? Is it the new one, Canadian? The oh, is she? Is, I thought the I saw people, but the black woman is. is the oh, first, I forget her name. It's the first like black woman in Overwatch. I think. I think she's yeah. supposed to be Canadian. I think. What's I might be name? super wrong. Let me let me see. I might I'm gonna wrong. go to the official Overwatch website. Ah, oh, she's not in the game yet, so you can't read about her. Hold I on. don't. Uh, I I'm not like a big Overwatch person. Actually, one of the things I didn't like about Overwatch is the fact that there wasn't any Canadian like stuff in it. Because I was just like, yo, got all this uh, got like all these countries and all these representations, and yeah. you don't have any Canadians. What the hell? Okay, her name's Sojourn. So Sojourn sounds native. See if any information. I don't know. Sojourn Bio. Let's try that. I didn't watch the the BlizzCon opening ceremony. Mm-hmm. I watched people talk about, and I don't know if we're gonna get too political in this, but people on our Discord were talking about the the Hong Kong protests outside of BlizzCon, um, and the like non-apology the Blizzard CEO gave on stage um, without actually like changing any of the stuff that caused all the protests. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't watch any of that, so they might have. Wait, totally this stuff that on... caused protests? What? Oh, okay, yeah. So if you're not familiar, Brett, or any of our listeners aren't familiar, oh, she is Canadian. Yeah, she's PCGamer.com uh... says that Sojourn will be the first Canadian member of the Overwatch team. Interesting. Okay, cool. There you go. So I, I probably should have included that in the story too, but I wasn't really paying attention to yeah. the thing. Yeah. Classic My bad. Steve move. Classic Steve. <laughs> Wait, what? Anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Blizzard a couple last month, I don't know, time's weird, but they banned a Hearthstone professional player for saying uh, Free Hong Kong on stream. And they oh, also okay. banned the two um, casters who were there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, um, in what's really a spineless bending to, they're trying to get into the Chinese market, and so anything on their platforms that could be seen as pro hong Mm -hmm. kong's democracy protests doesn't look good for them trying to appeal to the authoritarian chinese government Mm -hmm. so yeah and uh all the fans are like that's dumb and and it's really funny because like um in all the marketing for like overwatch 2 they're like the world needs heroes you know fight for what's right and like stand up and for everything it's all the comments and all of these like ads are like why don't you stand up for hong kong like why don't you fight for something really important and like i always get in there and i'm like Mm -hmm. say something snarky because like they're trying to sell this game where you know you got to do be heroes and stand up for what's right and they're just shitting on this pro-democracy protest but Mm. 
Yeah, and they and they it's very uh, hypocritical too because you know they they their their uh, reasoning was that they didn't want it to be political and and whatnot, or they don't want the casting stuff to be political. But then they'll they'll proudly you know display the the like rainbow flag during Pride weeks and, and stuff like that. So they right. kind of do it when it benefits them to be mm. inclusive and, and and supporting of uh, you know that. Culture. Yeah, but, exactly. But then it was, it was very similar to, to them not to. They would take the flip Pride flag out. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's possible. And yeah, like I know there was a lot of protests at BlizzCon and stuff like that. Um, but it seems to have kind of similar to the NBA situation because NBA had a pretty similar thing around the same time actually um and both of both of them have kind of died down now Mm -hmm. but uh but people have very short attention spans and i think people think that blizzard strategically moved up the overwatch 2 announcement to blizzcon to kind of like divert people's attention and they also announced diablo 4 which is huge for so many people were freaking out about diablo 4 so i think they they plan like people are speculating they weren't planning to re- announce overwatch 2 but they needed to like create enough positive pr and yeah. they, they were interviewing jeff kaplan who's the game director on overwatch 2 and they were like when do you think it's going to come out and he's like i i have no idea when this game's coming out which makes me feel like it did get pulled ahead yeah and last year's blizzcon was brutal too because that's when they did diablo immortal <laughs> don't um, you guys have phones don't you have phone? yeah exactly so they they already had to like have a good blizzcon and then all this stuff kind of happened so um, right. Anywho, Toronto map, Canadian hero. Got any thoughts, Brett? Overwatch is boring. What? I was I actually okay. I have I would I played Overwatch this past weekend with my friend Nick, and uh, yeah, it's oh, it's it's a great game. Like if you take it out of the context of all this, which you can't, but if you do that, it's a, it's a tight game. I love it. Yeah, I I tried to get into it so many times, like probably close to like 10, 10 to 12 times just because I have friends who love it and they would mm. convince me to play blah, blah, blah. And every mm. single time I'm like, this is, it's, it, it just seems like a bunch of nonsense happening. Like you couldn't. Really, oh, it is. It's, it's just so, yeah. It's so so it's, just, nonsense. it's just bullshit. Like, and, and it kind of just bugged me that like games like Battlefront one and other like kind of multiplayer only games would get so much shit and, and like loop, like, Blizzard didn't really get a lot of shit for a lot of things that other games did, like including loot boxes. Like no one really mm-hmm. trips them for the loot box system, even though they really popularized it. Um, mm-hmm. And they they came up with like an all it was, it's an online only game, and like Battlefront mm-hmm. One was an online only game, and that game got a lot of shit for not having a campaign. So it's like no it, Battlefront Battlefield One. Wait, Battlefront? No, sorry, Battle the Star Wars Battlefront. Whatever. Yeah, that yeah. Was, that one, mm-hmm. the yeah. first one, didn't have a campaign, and it got a lot of shit when it came out. And, it was also garbage, but yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But the game, what I'm saying like, is, like, the, before this China stuff, Blizzard got a lot of free pass on a lot of things. And that, oh, absolutely. Yeah. That, yeah, that always. I, I agree. Me, so I never gave them a free pass. I just want to be. You don't they just announced yeah. at BlizzCon that they're adding the option to make human races anything other than white, and everyone was like, "Wait a minute." You haven't been able to make a non-white human for like fifteen years of World at War or World of Warcraft, and they were like, "What?" <laughs> and no, like no true. one had brought that up. It was like, "Oh, okay." I didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah, like no one knew that until they announced. Like, and now you can customize your your human characters with new race and skin tones. I was like, "Wait, you couldn't do that since like no. two thousand and two or whatever." That's well, not an issue. Do- 
Not an issue in 2002, man. We were all cool with just being white. <laughs> I'm still cool with just being white. Dabs. <laughs> also, there's a native um, hero in Overwatch, Brett. Not really. Kinda. That was okay. Don't even get me. St- Why did you do this? Why you guys? <laughs> Don't even get me started on this. Okay, that was like the biggest like whitewash or whatever you want to call it. Like backtrack, backtrack. Yeah, whatever. Retcon ever. Yeah. Because they got the Farah was never native ever. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. when you got those skins where she had all the damn Native American stuff on it. The Thunderbird. Yep. And I was like, oh, that's kind of dope. But at the same time, I'm like, wait a minute. She's not native. And then I blasted them multiple times on Twitter about it. I was like, yo, dog, she ain't native. And then all of a sudden, magically, they listen to the podcast. I know I said it on the podcast, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then magically, she, just became, a she became a half-breed all of a sudden. And I was like, what? Mm. You're just doing that? After the fact? It was an after-the-fact issue. Blizzard mm-hmm. can suck it. I don't mm-hmm. care. That actually made me quit the game. I actually quit because of the uh, because of Farah. I was just like, no, this is stupid. And then when they retconned it, it made me quit even quicker. I was like, nope, you're so dumb. So, mm. I think we can all agree Blizzard can suck it unless they want to sponsor the show. But oh, hey, they want I, to sponsor the show. I'll take their money, easy. Yeah, I'll take Blizzard money. I think Overwatch I remember... two pre-order on EB Games right now. Would you take <laughs> Blizzard money, Brett? <laughs> no. No. That's nope. fair. You're a man of principle, and I can respect that. There you go. I got a kid to support that, so I mean, I'll take that blister money. No. I got games to buy. No, <laughs> I, I would not do it. I'd be like, no, nah, I'm sorry, Blizzard. You had a chance. You had well, your if chance. You, well, if you don't, uh, if, if next week you don't hear Brett at all, and we just start kind of pimping out Diablo and, and World of Warcraft and talking about how amazing they are, mm-hmm. you'll know why. Okay. Next news story, online sandbox RPG Citadel Forged with Fire is out now on PS4, developed by Blue Isle Studio. Uh, It's been out on Steam Early Access since 2016, uh, simpler times, and is now in full release on Steam, PS4, and Xbox One. I'm going to put on the voice, ready? Citadel Forged with Fire is a massive online sandbox RPG with elements of magic, spellcasting, and inter-kingdom conflict. Ooh. How's that, Brett? It sounds delicious. <laughs> mm. I'm adding it to uh, my wish list right now. I, I fear this game is a little bit of a jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none thing when you look at it, because mm-hmm. it looks like too much for the, the size of studio that they are. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's been going for a couple of years now on on uh, PC, so it's obviously a success for them. And I'm they, looking at some screenshots. It looks kind of like skyrim yeah like it's it's like a skyrim and there's a little bit of harry potter uh like um harry potter <laughs> oh yeah i uh, see a guy flying a broom right now yeah yeah broom is that fly- quidditch that's just quidditch they made quidditch yeah didn't harry they actually potter have a game, always fly a broom i've been meaning mm-hmm. to post this they, their next game actually is just a quidditch game if you go to their studio like if you go to the blue isle website mm-hmm. the next and, and i haven't put this on the site yet I really I don't think I have. But their next game, I'm just loading it right now. Um, I saw this the other day. It's called Broomstick League. And it's oh literally just it literally just looks like oh, Quidditch. Wow. Dumb. <laughs> huh. Well, uh, if you're interested, it's 5349 Canadian on like, PS4. Can you even copy Quidditch? Like, come on, man. And it's 4094 <laughs> on Steam. It's on sale. 
special offer ends in 15 hours so probably done by the time you're listening to this it's currently sitting at a mostly positive recent reviews but a mixed overall review with almost 4,000 reviews which isn't nothing that's a lot i mean when was the last time we all played a quidditch game I yeah. played the Quidditch PC game I had when I was a kid, and I loved it. It was one of my favorite PC games. I don't know who made it. I don't know what it was. I think it was just called Harry Potter Quidditch. Mm-hmm. But you, you, and it was like an international thing. So like there were different teams like Japan, Korea, Canada. Or no, there's no Canada. There's U.S., of course U.K. There's no Canada. Of course there's Canada. It's a bunch of bullshit. Canada doesn't have wizards. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, we're the yeah, men really of the fun. mountains, damn it. Is that real? Like in, in universe lore? I don't follow Harry Potter that well. No, no, I made that part up. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you want to check out Siddle Forge with Fire, where is Blue Sap Blue Isle Studios? Do we uh, they're here in Toronto. Yeah, sounds like they're T-O- a Toronto studio. T dot. I'm more concerned they're in Toronto. They might be in like uh, you know based in downtown Toronto, led by industry veterans Alex Tintor and Brendan Frank. Never heard of either of those. Blue yeah. Isle has established itself as one of gaming's most exciting developers, creating iconic titles that have sold millions of copies worldwide. Who wrote that? Uh, probably Blue Isle Studios. Alex yeah. Tintor. Probably one of those two guys. I don't want to. I don't want to be tripping these guys, but I, I'm not chirping. The last like, game they came out with Valley. I liked Valley a lot. It was fun. It was like a first-person Sonic game. It was. It was cool. Oh, that so was. Isn't it Vale? Or, yeah, is it Valley? Yeah, that game's cool. Yo, they made... Oh, they didn't make Sl- Slender the Arrival. Yeah, Wait. they made a Slender game, too. No, okay, that makes sense. There's two There's two Slender games, and they made one of them. I forget what the they other one They made the second one. The first one's just Slenderman, but... Wait, huh. like like multiple Slenderman? Or Slen- Slenderman? The first one's Ooh. just Slenderman, I think. Yeah, okay. Who would be Slenderman? Slenders the Slenderman. Uh, Alex Tintor's LinkedIn is broken. Let's try Brendan Frank. <laughs> I, I really want to know what these iconic industry veterans. I'm not trying to be, like shit on them. I just like overinflated studio bios are always funny to me. Because you got you got to do that. You know you got to you got to pimp the. Well, yeah, you're not gonna be like, well, these two guys just worked on some bullshit for the uh, last twenty that, years. That's and my. There's uh, some more bullshit they're trying to shove into your face. That's my bio. <laughs> ooh, ooh, here we go. We got. Oh, so he worked on Dragon Age Inquisition oh, as wow. a tester. Uh, as he did a audio tester? support on Mass Effect 3, and he did uh, QA on all of the Mass Effect 3 DLCs. Oh, so okay. he's Bioware. He's Bioware. Okay, right? dogs. Ex-Bioware. <laughs> hey, don't shit on testers. They do important work. No, no, no. But that doesn't mean you're legendary. I'm sorry. You're an indus- I think industry veteran qualifies Like after like five years working, five to ten years, I think. You know, yeah, I would say that, so. But that do you get to call yourself legendary? Um, did they? Creating iconic design. Uh, did, where did they say legendary? I forget. I Hold thought on. you said legendary. Gaming's most exciting developers creating iconic titles that have sold millions of copies. I don't. Maybe iconic is the biggest stretch, but they mm. probably sold millions of copies. So. It's like iconic. And Slender Slenderman's iconic. Uh, that's no. like that's a meme. Come on now, Mario's iconic. Yeah, Slen- <laughs> Slender's iconic. Yeah, Mario and Slenderman. They're they're I two feel like in pot. Slender got a movie, so at that point, Do I, got a movie? S- I feel like I got to smack some people. That's fair. <laughs> Lastly, today, uh, Luigi's Mansion. Th- oh, I already we talked Wait. about that last week. Well, we'll just remind you that Luigi's Mansion Three. For I thought we were talking games. about Coco Cucumber. Oh, yeah, I forgot River, to River do that one too. Whoops. Yeah. Lastly, double lastly, ultra real for realsies. Lastly, <laughs> Coco Cucumber, the. Riverbond, which mm-hmm. we 
have all talked about on the show. It's a, it's a fun little co-op voxel art uh, sort of hack and slash arcade game. It's coming to the Nintendo Switch. They're flipping the Switch, Brett. How does that make you feel? Um, excited. Excited. I, Good. I'm glad yeah. you're excited because there's a new uh, hero who will be joining the cast of other indie icons like Shovel Knight and um, what's one of the other ones? Hyper Light Drifter guy. Um, and uh, <laughs> hold on. What, what are the other? Oh, it's, I forgot. It's been a while since I played. Oh, this and game. the gun, the, the bullet from Enter the Gungeon. And it, the new uh, hero is the Splunky Man. Which that's pretty big because Splunk, Splunky's huge, so it'll be part of a free update on all the other platforms called Crystal Watch, but it'll be launch December tenth with the Nintendo Switch release, which is good. This is the perfect, I would argue, perfect Nintendo Switch game. It's great for kids. It's great for kids playing with adults. It's four players local co-op. Oh man, if you uh, could play the great. game with just the one Joy-Con, that'd be great. Well, you can. You just need to move and smash it. That's yeah. that's it. Like that's that's really it. It's it's perfect for Switch. I played the game. Is not that great playing solo though. I will say I I played mm-hmm. the first level or two and it's fine. But playing solo, it's like you kind of lose a lot of the charm. And I remember playing that game at EGLX with like a buddy of mine and had mm-hmm. a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you do play, I will. I I'd recommend yeah get get someone to, at least one other person to play with. Okay, yeah, cool. I still haven't played it because Steve said so. Me, Steve, said or the not Steve? to. Wait, the real Steve. Oh um, shit! Who's th- wait? <laughs> wait, <laughs> so Brett. We ran a we ran a poll on our Twitter this week, and the majority of Canadian game devs fans on Twitter do not believe that your middle name is actually Steven. So what? unless you can provide proof in the form of photo identification, you shall not be considered one of the Stevens. That's upsetting. Yeah, so you know, proof, proof. I'm, I'm surprised it didn't happen. I'm surprised that my loyal fan base of CanadianGameDevs.com, greatest website and internet uh, place for games, uh, <laughs> it doesn't believe me in my t- my tale of being a Steve. I saw you very, <laughs> very easily disprove that if you just produce the birth certificate. I yeah, saw but that. I believe you. <laughs> Like Bre- I th- Brett, I saw you post on Facebook your website. Brett made this or whatever. Yeah, and I, and I spent like a legit like fifteen minutes looking at it and your resume and stuff to see if you ever posted your middle name or middle initial. <laughs> oh, well. That's funny. <laughs> Pixer, Pixar didn't happen, Brett. Is all I'm saying. Dude, it's um, 2020, man. You got to believe a man by his word, you know. No, 2020 is like the least believable time in probably my entire life i don't believe anything anymore <laughs> i am so confused every day i read the news and, and i just scratch my head and wonder i feel like we're gonna uh, have to have a new poll for the next episode so people know what would it be? i don't know what's yet. the poll i don't know okay uh, i will also just want to add on uh, river bond developed by coco cucumber co which is a very hard name to pronounce but a very cute one uh did receive a bunch of cmf funding for their next project which is exciting i think it was like hold on i don't want to get these numbers wrong uh, it was the same uh, CMF grant that uh, Redmi Games got some money for, which I'm... Yeah, everyone gets that I grant, dog. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I just want to see how much... Because they got, they got like a bunch of money for this uh, this yeah. new game they're working on, which is cool because it was like a student thing first. Uh, I th- I'm pretty sure like that's how it started, and now they're getting like big CMF grants, which is Coco Cucumber. 
I think wherever I think wherever Bond was big for them because it was uh, day and date an Xbox Game Pass game for them too. Like they were part of the indie whatever the hell they're called. Uh, they got eight hundred and two thousand five hundred dollars for their next project, Ravenlock. Jesus. So that's that's a lot of money. Um, yeah. So whatever Ravenlock is, it's coming soon. From Co- not soon, probably it's probably several years away. But Cuco Coco Cucumber Inc. It's not Co. I think Co is just what they put in their Twitter. It's Inc. on the CMF website. And if you ever want to know where your tax dollars are getting spent on video games, you just go to this like CMF website store for Canon Media Fund, and you can search just. It gives you a complete list of every single funded project, how much money they got to the dollar, and uh, what happened to it, which is mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I, I will say get... uh, on that kind of note, there's a there's a good uh, Twitter account called Alberta Makes Games. It's AB Makes Games, um, mm. and I guess with uh, some of the government stuff going on in Alberta this last election, they're actually mm-hmm. like in. Um, there's a chance that they're going to lose that tax credit that they have over there. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So he's been tweeting. I think it's a guy. He's been tweeting uh, quite a bit about it and, and stuff like that. So. But, and it's also a pretty informative site, ba- mm-hmm. Twitter account. It's basically us, but just Alberta. So AB, game, AB makes games on Twitter, Alberta makes games. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I've talked to them a couple times and good people. And stuff I, like I have that, a so. question, Steve. Yo, what's up? How come, how come we're not getting any of that funding drip for providing Canadians with the greatest Canadian-sourced video game website on Canada's Earth? I don't think they, they do, like... Mm, I guess we are media, but they do. We like are TV. media. They do TV, movies, and games mostly. But we can podcasts. look. We should look into it, dog. Wait, we're a podcast. Yeah, we are a podcast. <laughs> We've been podcasting for a while. We should probably get OMF and o, uh, yeah, OC OMC. It's not. OMDC. It's not OMF anymore. It's yeah, I know. O, it's the yeah, whatever they changed it, is. it. But we could probably get and that funding and the other one too. Because uh, right, how about hello. you guys? How about you guys do that? I'll put you both in charge of that. Hey Brett, there's an Aboriginal stream, so you can apply there. That's just weird. Huh. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's <laughs> move <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, Wait, I do have a quick news then. Oh, okay. Yeah, what's up? I just saw this on IGN because today is November seventh, which is N seven day, which apparently people mm. just associate to Mass Effect. Um, and if you're still playing Anthem for some weird reason, that there Rip. is a couple <laughs> uh, Mass Effect. Uh, like um, skins and stuff in the game that they're they're kind of doing based off Commander cool. Shepard and a couple other characters in the thing. So if for some I reason you're playing Bioware that garbage game, um, you can get Mass Effect stuff. That's all I have. I'm sorry it wasn't that exciting. That's okay. Respect to everyone who worked on that game and all the mental breakdowns they dealt with and terrible crunch, but that was a bad game. Yeah, it was not great at all. Um, yeah, so that's it for the news. We only have Brett for nine more minutes of taxpayer-funded access to this <laughs> library. So we're going to use that time to talk about what games we've been playing. Brett, other than the game of life and exercise, have you been playing anything lately? Well, I've started this new uh, game called Driving on the Streets. And How's it going? Great. I'm, I'm crushing it. <laughs> I hear there's a lot of lag in Hamilton. <laughs> Have you encountered any? Uh... No, no lag in the Hamilton uh, servers yet. Okay, good. <laughs> I thought of the question. Uh, I thought of the question. By the way, there's that... a new seasonal event coming soon. <laughs> Called for. snow. <laughs> snow patches. <laughs> snow patches coming up soon. Yeah. Did you get your? Did you get your snow tires, bro? It's the Black nah, Ice dog. update. 
snow tires. Yeah. Snow tires are a scam, man. That's no, the, they're not a scam. Get they're not a scam. Please put snow tires on your car. Cheaper please. insurance too. Okay, guys. Well, I'm going to do what I want to do on this server. So don't drive near Brit. <laughs> this uh, is what was my your question, build. Brit? Huh? Near Brit. Was your, you said you had a question. No, the the survey that we could do this time. Oh, okay. Should be who does who do they think will lose more weight off of our weird? Uh, oh, there you go. Our oh. challenge or thing or experiment. We can't make we can't make a competition. I, I no, just, no, it's, make no, a competition. it's just like it's not a competition. It's just nah. like who do the people think like which one would actually work like traditional exercise, or the beat, beat saber. saber. <laughs> like just what do they think would work? Like that's beat all it saber. is. It's no, no challenge. All right, we can ask that. Um, yeah. Write it up as I'll a feature. No, we're not doing that. Uh, well, maybe actually, I don't know. Um, neither of those are. Okay, well, but actually, uh, to be honest, I'm not playing any games. Okay. Yeah. Good luck with driving, and please put winter tires on your car. Yeah, put winter tires on your car. Yeah. Put your winter tires on your car. We'll We're going to start a new poll, and it's should Brett put winter tires on his car? Yeah, and that's actually the real question. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yes. <laughs> got to put winter tires on your car. Well, you know what? If we can get an increase in Patreon <laughs> so we can get some winter tires for my car, <laughs> that would be amazing, guys. So, what, kind of, uh, what kind of car did you, did you get again? Pontiac Grand Prix? Is that what you said? Yeah. Classic. Yeah. All right. Uh, Steve, what games have you been playing? Uh, I didn't play as many games this this uh, this last week as I wanted to. Uh, I did get the exp- or the PC Game Pass and downloaded Game Pass uh, Ultimate. No, I didn't get the Ultimate one. I literally just got the oh. six dollar PC. Oh one. right, there's just the PC version. Yeah, because I didn't need Ultimate because I don't need Xbox Live because right. I I don't I really don't plan on playing any of these games online. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> when Halo Five comes out, it would be a different story. But six or, or Halo Infinite? Six, sorry, yeah, yeah, Infinite? whatever it's called. Whatever it's um, called. The next Halo. Um, so I played the first like five minutes of Outer Worlds and, and then my computer died. Uh, so I'm excited mm-hmm. to kind of dive back into that one. Um, mm-hmm. Played a little bit of Call of Duty Modern Warfare again. Just jumped online. Other than that, kind of just playing some random games on my phone. I'm still, you know what I'm still playing? that, that uh, Grindstone. The, no, I, I got rid of Apple Arcade. Um, God damn it. <laughs> uh, no, I'm playing the, the, the Cartoon Network uh, Match 3 puzzle game. Yes! That's a Canadian-made game. Is it really? There you go. Yeah, they developed in Vancouver. I interviewed Chris Savory, who's the creator on that game, uh, for my blog. So if anyone's interested, go to stevensuniverse.com. Reading a fascinating interview. Throw that on the games. Throw, throw it on the features. Co-founder. Yeah, I'll throw it on there. It's it was really interesting. Like his story from uh, working at a Telus booth in a mall in Vancouver to making a making the first match land and then Cartoon Network actually reached out to him and was like, Hey, can we rebrand this as a Cartoon Network game? And when Cartoon Network comes to you and asks if they can give you a bunch of money to make a game, you say yes. Yeah. And um, uh, it was just a really interesting, uh, how that game came to be. Yeah. It's, it's, it's solid. I, I do get annoyed that, you know, I can only play every couple minutes and, then, yeah. and, and whatnot. I hate that shit. Uh, I've come close to spending real money, but I haven't. Um, I gotta be honest, and I, I said this in interview with him. I've probably played that game an hour a day for like two years, and I haven't spent a cent on it, and I feel really bad. Yeah, because it's not um, the prices and stuff don't seem kind of that ridiculous. I've, and they I've go on sale all the time. I've definitely hit a wall though. Like I'm on the fourth world, and mm. I've maxed out a lot of the characters that I already have, and and I definitely need some of the chests to just get some more uh, statues or whatever the hell it is to unlock the new characters. Yeah, so, and I hit the same wall with um, the, like the veggies you need to upgrade the shops. 
or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've almost up, fully upgraded all the beginning shops, and I've up, and I've upgraded most of the secondary shops, and, and it just mm-hmm. keep going. So it's it's fun. It's a good like subway game or whatever. Like I play it. On oh, the it's perfect for that. Board. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the thing. I download some games, and then I can't play them on the subway. So then I just get I just remove them from my phone because that's mm-hmm. that's like the time that I want to play a game. So. Um, that's yeah. So I mean, I haven't had a chance to play that many games. And Apple Arcade, yeah, I I canceled my trial. I didn't. I didn't really want to play any of those games anymore. That's fair. My girlfriend canceled hers too, but she like sometimes opens Grindstone like because she sees it and it's like, do you want to pay? And she's like, oh, I forgot. But that's probably the only one. <laughs> Apple, Arcade, Apple Arcade's but, uh, bullshit too, because normally when you cancel a trial, you get it. You still get access to it until the end of the tr- like the end of that month or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Apple Arcade is just like, no, we're just taking this away from you now. Like, you can, mm-hmm. you can suck it. Yeah. You got to wait till the very last day of the trial and then cancel. I know. I just I just did it, whatever. You were mm-hmm. playing Civ Six too, with your little baby on your lap. Yeah, so Civ- Civilization Six is like the perfect baby game because... It's turn-based. Can, yeah, it's turn-based. I can take as long as I want to play. So I, I literally did the, uh, the equivalent of like 10 moves in like an hour and a half just because she was being fussy and stuff like that, so... That's going to be definitely the game going forward. I think just kind of future diplomat. And I I restarted my match because I played the f- like one match like my very first civilization match and barbarians just kind of keep trying to kill me and it's getting annoying. So I finally just like decided to play the very beginning like scenario or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So no, I didn't get a chance to game that much. A nice pregnant pause there. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what's happened? Uh, so I've been playing Luigi's Mansion 3, and it's fucking awesome. I love that game. And I was really bummed because Dark Moon was didn't really do anything for me. But uh, we uh, yeah, we have the explicit on this podcast, so we can we can do what we want. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, guys, I'm sorry. It, it, it's, it's really good. It's a uh, it's so it's so funny. Like I'm I'm genuinely laughing at a bunch of times. I found a weird bug where when I was playing undocked and then I docked it. Like all the sound disappeared from just Luigi's actions, so That's cool. they're probably working on that. But yeah, no, the it's, the animations are are glorious and funny, and Luigi's great, and it feels really good. And Gooigi is your little like companion guy who is like a snot version of Luigi <laughs> that can like slip through bars and like go through p- drains and stuff. It it's great. It's great. If you if you loved Luigi's Mansion one, and you were really let down by Luigi's Mansion two, pick up Luigi's Mansion three. I didn't that's, play. That's didn't, my recommendation. I didn't play the first one, but I was kind of let down by the second one. I don't know. Luigi's Mansion's like it's the kind of game that I don't think I'll ever get to play because I don't want to spend full price on it, and Nintendo mm-hmm. never discounts their games, so it's just like I'm stuck at a like I would I would if that game was like forty fifty dollars I would buy it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. It'll never ever see. I buy Ninten- a lot of Nintendo games like uh, on Facebook Marketplace. Like I just bought Arms the other day for like thirty bucks, <laughs> which is like. It was. It never. They never go down in price. So unless know, you find so it used somewhere. It's a good point. Actually, um, I'm gonna check right now. Yeah, yeah. Check out Kijiji. I gotta get. I have to, a lot of success <laughs> on Facebook Marketplace. I gotta get someone to steal these games for me and then just sell them to me afterwards. That's what. I hmm. Don't. We don't condone shoplifting games on Kijiji. Yeah, we don't. Stuck at all. Um, I also have been playing a lot of Grindstone, and I had a bit of a panic attack because I started Grindstone, and then it was like, "Hey, you should sign into Game Center, which is like Apple's achievement." leaderboard system and i was like oh okay so i signed up for game center and then the game restarted and i all my progress was gone and i was on level like 120 i'd unlocked like so much stuff and it was like starting from the tutorial i was like oh shit so i like emailed capybara's like support email and they were like 
they got back to me very quickly, uh, very friendly the next day. And they said, uh, yeah, it's a bug. We've they're like that's just how Apple like told us to set up the save file. If you sign out of Game Center, it'll just default to your system save, not the cloud save through Game Center. And I did that, and it it worked. And they said we're working on it. We don't know if we'll be able to fix it because Apple's weird. Mm. But yeah, so that's it. And Grindstone's still great. Check out Grindstone. That's it for the games we've been playing. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. This show is made possible through the lovely support of our patrons over on Patreon.com/slash. Canadian game devs. Canada game devs? I think it's Canada game devs. May yes. I have nope. your attention, please? The Turner Park yes. Library is closing in 30 minutes. No! <laughs> the will be shutting down in 15 minutes. No! If we're losing Brett. Wow. It's patreon.com slash Canadian game devs. Okay, cool. Maybe Brett, say that again. To save, save this podcast. Go to patreon.com slash Canadian game devs and support the show. You get this podcast early. You get to know that you're helping some entrepreneurial journalists cover the Canadian game dev scene and you get our undying gratitude. Um, Brett, we need to wrap this up so you can save this audio file and send it to me. So yep. where can people find you on the internet if they want to keep up with your shenanigans and summer driving in the winter car nonsense? Just everywhere at Brett Meeser. Follow it. Lovely. Lovely. Stand up, going to Hamilton uh, drink night. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, people can check you out. And yeah. Stephen... Steve, yo, where can people find you? Uh, Stephen L. Crane is my personal Twitter. Uh, I am trying to use it more, mostly just because I want to complain about basketball. Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much. And, and the Discord, you should join the Discord. Remember last join week, Discord. Someone got to go to uh, Banff. Banff. Uh, yeah, all, all expenses, expenses paid. paid. Yeah, so and because they joined the Discord and found out about some stuff, so it's a good place to share knowledge and, and talk games and stuff. People are generally really cool, which is nice and rare in an online community. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys are following. There's an Untitled Goose group that like posts memes and shit and shit on Facebook. I'm part of, and it com- it was like at four thousand members. And it completely fell apart this week. And, like a bunch of anti-Semitic stuff, and it was a big bummer. Oh god. But that happens with like all the groups I join. It's like fun for like a little bit, and then it gets big enough, and then it's mm. just garbage. Yeah, that doesn't happen to yet. Canadian game devs, and we won't let that happen. We moderate. No, we worry. won't. Yep. Uh, and my name's Steven. You can follow me on Twitter at Steven Riley, S-T-E-P-H-A-N, because my dad messed it up. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I tweet a lot about video games and politics. So if either of those or both interest you, but if one does and the other doesn't, this won't work and you shouldn't follow me. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back. Uh, we're going to be recording more regularly, so we're putting up the Patreon version and then two days later for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Uh, thanks, and have a great week, everyone. Bye. Bye.